Are you ready to elevate your taste experience? Look no further than Mad Picks, the home of the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber. Our pickled jalapenos and cucumbers add a satisfying crunch and tangy flavor to any dish. From sandwiches to tacos, nachos to burgers, the possibilities are endless. Whether you're a fan of sweet, heat, or bold, we've got the perfect pickles for you. Indulge in the sweet, heat, jalapeno, and cucumber from Mad Picks. Visit mad-picks.com today. Go ahead, take a bite, and let the flavors dance on your tongue. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Daily BM. Mikey, what is going on, sir? What's happening, buddy? Just, what do we always say? Another day, another dollar? Yeah, another day, another dollar. That's about it, man. That's about it. Mm-hmm. So, so what's up with you? You know, I started watching this Netflix series, and I thought it'd be a fun topic to talk about on the show. It's the Morgan Freeman show uh, called Life on Our Planet. It's, 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 he's, a, he's the narrator. I mean, okay. it's not his show, but he's narrating it. So, of course, you know, it's automatically going to be entertaining just because he's talking. <laughs> of course, right? He's got that um, distinct voice. I'm only four episodes in, but holy crap, is it entertaining and educational. Does it uh, not suck you in or what? Yeah, it sucked me in on the first freaking episode. <laughs> um, on a side note, there's this creature that was in episode three. Okay. It, it looked like a bald French bulldog with a bird beak. And my little dog, like every time that thing showed up on the TV, just standing there, <laughs> my little dog lost her shit over that picture, over that image. Nothing else. Like she didn't, she wouldn't bark during the dinosaurs or the plankton or the sharks or anything else. It was just this one goofy looking creature. That was roaming around like eating moss and shit before a predator came along and decided it was a tasty morsel. It was delicious. <laughs> um, and it she like lost her shit, but it was such a fascinating show. I'm not like a huge history buff, science right. buff guy. Um, like I've done a lot of research on it and I didn't realize that we've gone through five major extinctions. Right. Been through five and uh, uh, the dinosaurs were just one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one that scared me so far that I've seen is, like I said, I'm only in episode four. The one that scared me the most so far was just, well, there's two. It was <laughs> when this, it oh, was, out of the five mass extinctions, only two freaking scared me the most. <laughs> the one was the CO2 limits getting to the point where it just caused the Earth's oxygen to get depleted and everybody's just started suffocating and dying. <laughs> I know, right. Um, <laughs> That made me a little nervous because I was like, oh, shit, that could happen. You know, (laughs) (laughs) that could happen. (laughs) And then the volcanic eruptions made me nervous as well, where half the volcanoes like erupted simultaneously across Pangaea and covered half the planet in ash and soot Mm -hmm. for 100,000 years. And then that spread over to the other side of the planet, but not as ash and soot as toxic rain that rained down and killed all the plants and caused mass starvation and uh, extinction because of that. Uh, And only like a handful of animals survived. (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. I believe it converted it. uh, It converted, it added sulfuric acid to the rain. I I believe don't quote me on that, but I I don't know. I I thought that's what it was. Um, Yeah. It's, you know, it's crazy because, you know, you always hear the, the phrase history always repeats itself. Yeah, exactly. 
So we know it's going to happen again. It's just a well, matter of when. The entire time I was watching it, I'm literally thinking of the Armageddon movie with Bruce Willis, the intro. <laughs> Don't want to close my eyes. Where, he's, where the narrator's like, it's happened before. It can happen yep. again. And then it goes, oh, And it's got the one guy who's like, get my phone book. Get my phone book. Get my book. Get my, my damn book. Get the damn book. Get the damn book. That's like my favorite scene. He goes, I want to name. What was his name? What was his wife's name? Helen? Donnie. I want to name it. Uh, Donnie. From what I understand, he, uh, who, the person who finds it in the sky gets naming rights. And they're like, yeah, that's correct. He's like, I'd like to name it after my wife, Donnie. And she's over there like looking all happy. He's like, because she's a cold, blood-sucking <laughs> bitch that's going <laughs> to kill us all. I was like, damn. Damn. Savage. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. <laughs> it was like the best line ever. Oh, 100%. Then she starts in on it. Just get the damn book. Get the damn book. Yeah, that, that, was before, that was before that. Oh, that that's right. Before that was when he was already on the phone with him. Oh, that's and right. Then, that's and then she's all like happy looking because she's going to name it after his wife. And then he had that last part as a dig. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I, uh, oh, man. Takes extinction to a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, um, I was watching that. And I was like, shit, man. Those two things are kind of scary because. We were watching another documentary on a volcano that erupted on a Royal Caribbean cruise, mm -hmm. um, and it like bathed the people in hot steam, and their skin like was just melting <sighs> off. All that, yeah. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! What a horrible way to go!" Because I didn't in my mind. I was like, you know, shit, lava's so hot, like you just literally instantly crisp up and die and disappear just like turn into crispy you know, chicken like wings before quick. it ever before the lava ever even got to you the heat itself would singe off all your nerve endings but i didn't think about like a hot ass air blast just flying at you at you know several hundred miles per hour blowing past you and just melting your skin off you know what i mean no, yeah i <laughs> just mean just the first just the first layer so now you obviously can't feel but your skin is just falling off and you're in shock and you're like you know <sighs> And then the pain slowly starting to set in because the deeper nervous endings and stuff like that. And I was like, fuck. So what did you learn here? Uh, don't book excursions. <laughs> don't book excursions on cruises. <laughs> well, you know, what was, what was funny was, is um, they said that when they go on the cruise, you were supposed to wear long sleeves, long pants. Right. Like like full body coverage basically. And even if they had, uh, I guess overalls that you could wear on top of it. Right. But most people decided just to wear flip flops and shorts and t-shirts because it was a summer day and the Caribbean, you know, it wasn't Caribbean. It was, uh, somewhere else, but it was in that type of type of, uh, temperature zone. Right. And, and because they wore that, that's what caused so much damage to their skin because people were like the ones that had wherever their clothes was, they didn't have the severe burning and scarring because the, the clothes absorbed it. It was just where bare skin was there that their skin was peeling off. And it was an hour boat ride back. And can you imagine the salt water like coming over and hitting you and the bumpiness oh, and the like, pain, oh, just, dude, just, I mean, I mean, just from the salt itself, dude, just stinging. I mean, you, we all know how it feels when you get salt in your eyes. Can you imagine yeah. feeling that same pain on your skin everywhere? Yep. Yeah, and then you still have the burning sensation after the burn, you know, like that, because you have to run it under cold water to get it to stop burning, because, mm. you know, you you keep cooking, keep cooking. deeper. 
you keep like seriously like when you burn yeah, yourself you, keep, me laugh. You, you keep cooking you keep cook your skin keeps cooking unless you can cool it off quickly because it'll keep burning deeper and deeper and deeper unless you stop it that's why that old wives tale of adding butter is horrible because that basically just seals in the heat seals and the, the juices and the, <laughs> and the flavor and the flavor <laughs> num 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 so i got two things first of all yep. the, you know mm-hmm. i don't i have no desire to go in on foot to an active volcano just for that documentary itself or that you know that documentary on that island and that volcano. oh see i'm not i'm an adventure seeker so i would have 100 percent gone yeah. i would have flown a helicopter around it that would have been yeah. fun because then you got a chance to get the fuck away I but if you're on that island you're, if you're on that island long. you're dead meat only if it erupts <laughs> i mean honestly if you're playing the odds the odds of that actually happening are pretty rare well, actually, the day of the odds, the odds were actually extremely high because it was already on a level two um, on that day. And every three years it erupts. And it was like almost three years to the day of the last eruption. So why wouldn't I mean, if you knew it, it erupted every three years, why in the hell would you allow tourists to go there? It normally erupts at night and they thought they'd have more. They thought they'd have plenty of notice. Yeah, um, I guess they thought wrong. And it's money, and like that's what it's the local, money. that's what the local uh, economy is. Yeah, economy survives on is tourism. You know, like they're like, <sighs> we got to get that cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny though that you you know you're talking about volcanoes and stuff because if you yeah. see what's like happening in Iceland and all over the world, oh, that's it's getting it's me. getting active again, and these plates are shifting constantly underneath our feet. You know these yep. uh, you got, these continental plates. Yeah, then you got all the rich fuckers building all the escape I know. things, you know, the yeah, underground they're, bunkers they're, and they're, shit. They're building these bunkers, and, and the government's now storing seeds, you know, in the colder climates and putting them in those, that seed, what do they have, that seed storage place where they have almost every seed in the world is stored? Why the fuck would you start doing that? Because they know something's up. Because <laughs> they know something we don't know. <laughs> they know something we don't know. And here's another scary yeah. thing, dude. We only, we observe, I want to say, less than 2% of our night skies. You that was an I mean? Armageddon too. I know. He's like, he was like, "Sir, we have a one billion dollar budget that allows us to watch approximately two percent of the Earth's skies. <laughs> so, so there's a pretty good chance we might miss something here or there." Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, <laughs> so, "Hey, and you, Bob Thornton." <laughs> and just the other day, there was a um, uh, uh, um, oopsie. I know there was a uh, asteroid that entered oh, yeah. the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, and it lit up the night sky. I want to say it was in France where you saw it. And it literally, if you go watch the video, it goes, I mean, it brightens up and disappears in about five seconds, 10 seconds. That's scary. But, but, you know, it does move. I don't know know about one the size of, you know, Texas, but the one that that flew through there, I mean, it moves at the same speed that you see, like, in the movies. Maybe a little quicker, you know? Uh Like, Armageddon's was a little far-fetched because it's going... You know, and it's coming real slow. You know what I mean? But well, it was moving twenty two thousand miles an hour. It just looked real slow on yeah, the it TV just screen because they wanted to make it <laughs> ominous. I mean, in space, it's relatives. I mean, it would look moving slow too in space. You know, yes. you're flying next to it because you're also traveling twenty two thousand miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when it entered the atmosphere and uh, they show it going. Uh, same thing with Deep Impact. Remember that movie? Uh, yeah. See, I didn't like Deep Impact as much as I liked Armageddon. Well, I thought it was a little far fetched that he was on a motorcycle and he ran into the hills and got up to the top of the mountain. And he's like, he's hauling ass. And this huge wave after he just left five minutes ago is like hauling ass and killing everybody on the street. The parents are rubbing each other's face, telling each other bye because they know they're going to drown. 
You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, and you got to the tallest fucking mountain in the area, like in five minutes. Okay. <laughs> so it was a little far fetched I mean, for me. Uh, yeah, it was a little far fetched. I mean, I mean, have you not- seen have you seen some of the tsunamis coming in and hitting people and taking them away? They just had one a mini tsunami somewhere and it like was inside of a restaurant. It took out like the entire front door and everything. Yes. Like a six foot wall of water. I saw and, like, it. We're getting knocked everywhere. Yes. It beat the uh, shit uh, out of everybody. dude. Yeah. It, it looks like something like you see out of a movie. It was yeah. crazy. I was like, cheat. I know. Oh, I sheet. was like, holy shit, man. Holy but sheet. the asteroid that actually killed the dinosaurs, since we're mm-hmm. talking about asteroids, uh, that thing was huge. Right. And yes. they believe it hit the Yucatan Peninsula. Okay which is right around our neighborhood, so to speak. And it had the power of about 50 atomic bombs. Jesus. I could be lowball on it here, all right? But I believe it was 50. And they said, I want to say they said anybody within a 10,000-mile radius was immediately incinerated. <laughs> Damn. So if one hit in the Yucatan right now, we literally go, hey, just like that. Done. Like a flash, gone. Game over, I mean, man. Game, game over, over, man. Game over, man. Yeah, let Bishop do it. <laughs> that's kind of what I mean. Uh, part of me would like hope that that's kind of what happens. <laughs> so like, it'd be quick and done. Yeah, for me, I would hate to be the one that's just on the outskirts, gets like the radiation poisoning or oh, some sickness or fallout, and then I'm like slowly deteriorating over 10 months or my skin's falling off. Yeah, and Like half your you face know. is hanging off and you're eating people to survive. Yeah, pretty much, you know. <laughs> would you eat a human? Your long pause told me you have thought this through and you were trying to like figure out a way to say yes. You know, I watched the movie Alive and I'm just saying, like, you know, I mean, if you have to have a little bit of rump steak in order to stay alive, I mean, if they're dead already, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't actively kill somebody and start gnawing on them, you know, and I wouldn't like, hey, I'm going to start eating you by fingers first and like carterizing them as I'm eating them. Like, I wouldn't be doing all like this, like, murder shit. But why did you go straight to the ass? Because uh, that's what they did in the movie. That's what they did in the, movie, they did alive. the movie alive. I know. Because I mean, realistically, they buried them. They buried them face down, and they just started cutting chunks off their ass and legs. Well, there is a lot of fat in your ass too. Yeah. So you so. Wouldn't, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know who who they were eating, whose ass they were eating. <laughs> and at least that way, on all new beating of eating I mean, ass. Right? If, you, if you start eating the lower half backside, you could still have like an open casket if they recover the bodies. Because you didn't fuck up their face. <laughs> I don't know how they'd survive on me as I have no ass at all. So, you know, it's it's like it would be a very, very meal for just maybe one if you're lucky. Oh, I have no ass either, so they'd be fucked. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> like an you'd be like an appetizer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it'd probably be the furthest meat away from your organs too. So I think it'd have the less chance least less least chance of being uh contaminated. And in the freezing cold, I think that yeah. you also have that, you know, preservative effect some point, but well, I think as long as yeah. you, it kind of goes like with game animals, I think as long as you don't yeah. rupture the liver, I think you're, you know, or like the yeah. intestine area or anything mm-hmm. like that, that actually processes like, the, like and the you, could also, you, you could probably, you could probably also use the fat for fuel, like for a fire. Do you have to render that down? Just you curious. Probably. Uh, yeah. You probably, probably have to render it and then be able to use it and use it like a, so. like a candle mm-hmm. oil or something. Yeah. Listen to us, man. We're so like we're we're planning this shit. You're, so you're at, wait, you're out here fucking making candles. <laughs> we're like, oh, we're gonna do some traps. Like, here's candles. I call this flavor Sharon. This, <laughs> this scent is Sharon. Sharon scented. <laughs> Sharon scented candle wax. Yeah. Sharon scented candle. Are you sharing? I don't. I don't think I know any Sharons in real life. 
Oh my god! I didn't even think about that, man. <laughs> this, 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 is a Mike, this is a Mike scented candle. This is Brad. Mike's, Mike's is a little musky. It smells kind of like it's got a bad attitude. Yeah, no shit, dude. It gives me a negative vibe. Oh my god, man! But oh, Jesus. getting back to the extinction stuff, though. I mean, like, you know, based on the timeline, you know, and I know Morgan Freeman. You know, obviously, you know. With his way he talks, he uh, I haven't finished it yet, so yeah. But I mean, we are long overdue for another one, another mass extinction. We are, I mean, in in all Mm -hmm. reality, I mean, and I think, and and you know, I don't want to sound like some crazy, you know, conspiracy theorist, like weirdo or conspiracy because you know, I do believe I do have some conspiracies that I, you know, I believe in, but the reality is, is that I do feel like humans in the last probably 150 to 200 years have sped up that process Mm -hmm. to this level. Um, to a degree, maybe, and I believe well, some can, of it's maybe, just maybe natural can, maybe selection. We can, maybe we can control it. I think we can control it a little bit, but I also believe it's a little bit of uh, nature's uh, natural selection process. Uh-huh. Like if we don't take care of it here, yeah. if we don't take care of where we live. It's going to take care of us in one shape or form, whether it's disease uh, or you know, the un- if you believe in the powers to be, the universe will handle itself yeah. and take care of it. And I, I always. To me, it's like if if a species becomes evasive, nature finds a way. I know I, I sound like we, Jeff well, Goldblum think, there, I, but <laughs> I think I think we have the technology now that we could probably prevent some of it. I don't think we could prevent an asteroid. I think it'd be too late by the time we figured out. Maybe because we can. Bruce only... Willis already did that shit. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, I will okay, get man. to that depth. <laughs> and the guys on Deep Impact kind of did it too in the spaceship. They 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 broadsided the asteroid and knocked it off its trajectory a little bit and saved most of the planet. That Remember, is true. It was supposed to be a t- it was supposed to be an Ellie extinction level event. And, and Ellie, uh, get it a dog. And man. They, you are good at the movie shit. And man. They, I'll be honest. And they, def- they deflected it. Only those kind of movies. I'm not good at a lot of other shit. Yeah, Armageddon split it in half, right? Yes. It had to get to zero barrier, which I based part of my business on. Like that's I don't know if you've noticed, but like the deadline used to be called I don't know if it still is because Sabrina might have changed it, but it used to be called zero barrier. Like if if you pay, if 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 it goes past this time and date, we're completely fucked. <laughs> it's, that's it's a good over. one though, man. Zero barrier. We're approaching zero, zero barrier. barrier. We gotta get yep. this going, man. Like if you don't do it now, like it's gonna be too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all that, dead Game like over, man. the whole planet is fucking dead if she doesn't have it we're bringing it back that's all i'm gonna say yeah we're bringing it back you tell me right now that i will see my daughters again <laughs> i have never hit a death i've never not hit a death <laughs> that i've aimed for in the time frame given i <laughs> they're disarming the nuclear warhead I know. Why is there a nuclear warhead <laughs> on this ship? <laughs> I like Steve Buscemi, though. When he's sitting on it, he's yeah. like, I just wanted to feel the power between my legs. <laughs> he gets space, space uh, dementia or yeah, whatever no, it is. Whatever. He's like, well, we're not going to tell anybody about this, right, when we get back home. Yeah. <laughs> and they tape him. They duct tape him to the seat. I like – you know what I want to watch again is the core. I haven't watched that one in a while where we have to dig to the center of the earth to restart the core because it's like it stopped – the molten lava stopped moving. So basically it's going to cause the earth to like, you know, just think to, about. to explode. <laughs> uh, yeah. But the, so it's well, fucked up. Before we get out of here, since we we're talking about mass extinction and cre- creatures that have actually went extinct, you know, um, like, the, oh, well, let's say the dinosaurs, you know, I feel like now that we're like cloning, you know, goats and shit like that, like, I feel like Jurassic Park could be a real thing. Like if they yeah. found dino DNA, so to speak. I was just at 
uh, Bush Gardens, mm-hmm. and they told me that the um, the northern white rhino is now extinct because there's only two females left on the planet, right? And they have there. We don't. Though she said like the stuff that that you see in Jurassic Park, like we're nowhere near that close to really being able to, clone, to clone from that type of genetics to bring a species back out of extinction. Yeah. Um, but how are they talking about cloning goats and stuff like this? Like not even like 10 years ago, they said they were doing it. Um, I'm just curious what they're doing is they're taking the DNA of one animal right. and they're putting it in an embryo and they're creating the a duplicate of that animal. Like with an embryo and an egg, like they're taking the genetic material, loading up the genetic material into the sperm and then loading it in and they're recreating the, creating a duplicate copy of that animal basically. Yeah, it was said a 30-day-year-old female goat fetus. The cells were grown in an incubator in media containing the gene for AT3. Mm-hmm. Um, but they basically, like you said, they didn't take anything that was dead. You know right. what I mean? They pulled yeah. it from a, from a live animal. So that could be the first steps into like... Yeah, they, proved, they, pulled, they pulled an embryo, and then they stripped it of its genes, basically loaded the, loaded the DNA sequence on the embryo. And then the embryo grew from there. So Correct. basically, that, so it was already, you know. So in theory, viable. in theory, they could reproduce yeah. humans. Well, in Jurassic Park, the way that they did it was is they took the DNA sequences and then they crossed it with other animals frogs. that were similar, like frogs in the show. Right. And that's basically what caused the problem was they bred only all females are all was it, yeah all females i think right. it was all females He's, not thinking that the frogs other. could like naturally not realizing that that, that frog species that they use had the ability to switch genders if need be <laughs> so they had some females that became males and then basically sounds like a whole nother had, podcast <laughs> had, to, had the babies out had in the to, wild <laughs> and then all genetic population explosion and what were they they were using it um they were using an enzyme uh, to keep them, uh, that they could uh, they could deny them of it, so they die off. And they yeah. were eating it anyway. They were getting it from another source. I can't remember what it was. It was like lionum or some weird enzyme. I don't they, remember. They, I they, watch they, they, yeah, they stripped it from them or some shit, and they yeah, had to I'll eat it on the island. Li- they got it from, and I think no, it wasn't lilac because I think that was poisonous to them. Anyway, long story short, whatever. So in other words, guys, hey, get prepared. If you don't have a uh, tunnel dug out, you don't have a, a, a bomb shelter in place, and if you want to live, you know, underground for, you know, the remainder of your life, go for it. If not, sit on your rooftop, bottle of whiskey, stare out at the, where the streak is going in the sky, and give oh, yeah. yourself a little good send-off. What do you think, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would probably. I mean, I would probably do what they did in that deep impact of the 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 daughter and the dad stood on the ocean and let the giant wave fucking take them away and kill them. But I don't know if I want to do that route because I feel like there's a high probability that you might not die instantly, and then you're just like whooshed yeah. around and slammed into it. Because I've been caught in like rip current before, and that's not a fun situation. Like I don't want to get slammed into a building at like 20 miles an hour and like not die, just be bouncing off shit. I think I'd rather be in that ten thousand mile radius on on a, on an ast on a planet killer Burn. where it incinerates you instantly. instantaneously because it's so fast. Like in, in like uh, when the bombs were dropped on Hiroshima, yeah, they had no clue. Like they had no idea. It just went off and everybody was vaporized instantly. They, I mean, they didn't know. It was quick. Bam, done. 
They didn't feel anything they said. It was just so fast. Yeah. That would be the way I'd want to go. Just quick and fast. Just vaporized. Just, just vaporized. Yeah, vaporized ultimate, I don't, you're right. It would be my luck. I'd be right there with you, dude. I'd be like looking out over the ocean and I fucking get thrown around, drown, or feel like I'm going to drown. Then I come back up and it just keeps tossing I'd around have, hitting I'd, buildings. I'd, I'd have my, both my legs broken, like femurs out, you know, like laying up, against a, lay, laying up against a building, like, you know, they'd have birds coming over trying to pick my eyeballs out. I'm like, yeah, get away. And you can't move your arms. You can't move your arms. They eat you alive. Yeah, that'd be some shit yeah, right there. Really get eaten alive. I'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> and just like that, Mike doing pain on his death. Fucking having Morgan Freeman narrating my death. I can imagine that. Michael Preston. Michael Preston was was trying to stand by the water, but they didn't recede. It removed him out to the ocean. And then he was pecked to death by birds and ate his eyes. He sat. He sat there for four long, grueling days as as four, the seagulls slowly pecked away his four eyeballs. Long, gru- four long, grueling days he sat, and the birds ate him. He would he would pass <laughs> out from the pain and then be woken up with another seagull in his stomach, <laughs> eating away, eating the rest of him, eating the rest of him. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, listen. Let's, <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> We're starting to go off on the deep end. Anyway, guys, don't forget. Uh, hit the subscribe button on the podcast. Go ahead and follow us. Also on our socials, go to thedailybm.com to check that out. Mikey, got anything before we get out of here? Uh, no, I just want everybody to have a great day, and we'll see you on the flip side. Oh, he stole my line. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>